Welcome, Pathfinders, to the Find the Path podcast, actual play of the Mummy's Mask Adventure Path. This Episode time with 93 camels. with camels. Yeah. Yes, this time with some uh, unusual for us, I think, actually, the first time we've ever gotten overland on any kind of animal. It's only taken us 93 episodes. On the podcast, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, on the podcast. <laughs> We've, we've ridden horses and other adventures. Those don't count. Oh, I thought Jessica was saying it's like Jessica personally has also <laughs> ridden cameras and camels out into the desert. I ride cameras, definitely. Yeah. Cameras. I mean, I have ridden a camel for like 10 seconds when we were in Morocco. There you go. I went yeah. to Girl Scout horse camp. Does that count? We yeah. rode horses. I mean, we've, yeah, yeah, I've done horses many times. Yeah, They're kind of like camels. Yeah. They're cute. <laughs> a baby camel ate my scarf. Remember? Yeah, I do remember. It was cute. <laughs> when last we left our heroes, our party had finished their investigation into the Vault of Hidden Wisdom. Not really. We no. have to go back. They finished going through the rooms and deciding, you know what we don't want to do? We don't want to fight clockwork soldiers uh-huh. and or possibly turn on this clockwork construct. Yep. Yep. And also there might be something weird with the dome. Yeah. Discretion is the better part of Valor, though. We didn't cause well, a cave-in. And it was. it's more important right now to freaking find Kelru. Yep. Fair, yeah. We're, that's this part we're on a timetable for. It's true. And then you had returned uh, back to the Palace of Gentle Reeds. The Hatia is apparently trying to take all of our friends. Yeah, so the uh, the Hatia apparently tried to disappear. Kabek also. And maybe Falto, but Falto was not sure. <laughs> yeah, maybe Falto. The way that he described that though, most definitely sounded like they tried to kidnap him. Yeah, yeah. he earned at least three panache points. From uh, that yes, point. no, no. That, I was literally sitting there as you're describing that. I was like, and that's panache. It was point, basically just panache yeah. point. It was basically just the opening thing to Aladdin, where they're chasing <laughs> with the swords. Yeah. Yeah. One jump. Had a friend line, one swing, had a swing. We always sing this song. This it's the same song. The song we sing. I love it so much. Yeah, he dropped down and landed on a guy laying on a bed of nails. Oh. <laughs> oh. I always uh, felt bad for that guy. Yeah, no, he didn't ask for that. Because he most definitely died. Yep. Anyway, we're on camels. He is rather handsome. Anyway. <laughs> to the desert. <laughs> the... The party had then used a divination to determine that, that they would be able to locate Kelru north of the city. Within sight of the Sphinx, between two dead palms. I really think he's dead and buried in a ditch, but God, I hope you're not. so negative. You're so have negative. Some, <laughs> have some hope. Have some faith in our boy Copno, our boy Kelru. All the K names. The Kelru. Yep. The, the Kelru. I meant to say the, the K Kelru. names, and I said the, the Kelru. Kelru. Wow. Have faith in the Kelru. The one and only Kelru. May the Kelru keep you and preserve you. <laughs> <laughs> yep, old Saint Kelru. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So following that, the party had uh, had gathered themselves together, had set off. You had dispatched the breakout team of Kabek. The door knockers. Uh, the door knockers. <laughs> the door knockers. Yeah. I kind of love that. Yeah. Kabek, Azaz, and Falto. Been thinking about that. To go and uh, secure Citra's parents and find a safe place to uh, to keep them safe and sound outside yes. of the city. I sent a note with Falto just saying with a, probably like a picture that is like a, only your quality of painting drawing yeah prob- probably like a secret thing that me and my parents have so I'm you travel inside joke yeah a little like poorly drawn cat or something at the bottom that's a an exact copy of something your father hung on they don't have refrigerators but whatever from when you were a kid <laughs> he hung on the uh what would they do they probably would have like the wall yeah the wall I guess the wall <laughs> they're too poor for walls anyway we were uh, not that poor <laughs> you're too poor for walls aren't you that, doesn't that just make you homeless maybe they had a tent do walls make a home it's true <laughs> good philosophical here there's a good philosophical question there you all set off we'll just jump right into it you make your way out into the benighted city streets on honor and victory on honor and victory who's riding with who good names of I horses mean, honor is on your camel yeah. victory is mine they came with riding saddles, so. Uh, let's see, Onuris Also is the camel most, barding. Yeah, Onuris is the most heavily armored of everybody, so, and you're the least he- heavily armored as long with I'm riding with so, my boy, Onuris. So we'll have team magic <laughs> and, and team semi-magic. Oh, yeah, semi-magic. Ten, we are semi-magic. Sem- we are semi-magic. Hey, it, it, he didn't sigh last time when I called him a magic boy. <laughs> he gave you a look. He did give you a look, which means progress is being made to stop the sign. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do I, we I really want the sign to uh, stop? No, not at all. It would be a little bit crowded, but you also have the chariot. 
So you could hook up the chariot and all squeeze onto. It's a two-person chariot, so it would be a little crowded for four of you on there. But yeah. it is also another means by which that you can make your way. I think it looks a little bit more suspicious. Uh, one, <laughs> one boy, do we stand out? Two, we wouldn't be able to split off if we do need to like split off and search in two different yeah. areas, something like that. So, say we stick with our getting cozy plan. Getting cozy. Um, but once we've exited the city, I am going to cast commune with nature. Okay. I really want t-shirts now that say Team Semi-Magic. Team Semi-Magic! <laughs> put it on the list. Yeah, please Do you put have that your on the list, list going? Team Semi-Magic. And, and the door knockers. <laughs> yes, the door knockers. Also, Team Flank. We could also be Team Flank. But we haven't really done much of that. Like, we do it, we but it's try not, to. Yeah. Sometimes it doesn't work. So, the, the lot of you make your way. Uh, you ride north. Ride through Wajet's Walk before making your way out into the outer city. You pass north on the primary road, the only road that really runs north out of here, that passes uh, Caravan's End, where you could buy more camels, really, if you wanted to. But eh. we're fine with these. With what money? It's true. You could, buy, <laughs> mm-hmm. you could buy a wagon and then hook the camels up to a wagon and then use your profession driver. Oh, yeah. That's true. That, that's a lot of setup. <laughs> that's a lot. Then we have to but have the wagon. That, that, that's going to take time to get and everything. However, if Calroo is alive, we'll have one extra person on the way back. We should buy a wagon. How much is a wagon? <laughs> That's an optimistic way of thinking about it. Yes. How much is a wagon? We did if say nothing, we're going to be optimistic. Yeah, and if nothing else, when we eventually join Falto on his, his caravan, we'll have our own wagon. That's I have fair. seven gold. I really hope a wagon doesn't cost seven gold. I don't know. I have 44. This isn't second edition. I've got over 2,500. Wow, you rich, bud. You've got more <laughs> money than I do. What are you doing over here? Jingling. <laughs> Wait, did, I thought we used a chunk of that to buy those scrolls. No, that was all on yours as money. Frozen. Yeah. Oh, I thought we stole Sudi's money. Sudi's buying the wagon. Sudi's over here like. Pause here. Come Sudi Claus right down. Sudi Claus <laughs> like. I was thinking about like uh, something like jingling, jingling. There's like a song, a Christmas song with jingling in it. Not jingle bells, but like. Jingle, jingle, jingle. No, no that's that's the dreidel song. That's the dreidel song. <laughs> <laughs> not down the way. Maybe it's the same song. It's a different lyric. I don't know. I like okay. your. Oh, I hear the sleigh bells ringling, ding, ding, dingling. Yeah, that that was okay. Like, if you're winning, hold on. Why? Sorry. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> the wagon would cost thirty-five gold pieces if you wanted to purchase a wagon. Oh my god! I will. Can we get a nice seat for the wagon? Also, cushion. Well, I mean, your alternative is. Uh, what about a caravan? Like, not a caravan, but like the, the Oregon Trail? Yeah. Covered that, wagon? <clears throat> covered well, the, wagon? So the wagon that you're getting, it's assumed to be an open-air wagon. You probably get a covered wagon for 40 gold pieces, just like a little bit extra to have, you know, the extra tarp over the top of it. Okay. Uh, a carriage, which allows you to travel in, you know, more comfort and style and all the rest of that. Uh, it's 100 gold pieces for a nice carriage. I say covered wagon. Covered wagon. Sudi's buying. On yours doesn't care. Sudi's wa- Sudi wants to buy the covered wagon because that is more utility than a carriage. The wagon does com- or does comfortably allow for four people to sit in the back, oh. and then a driver and a second person riding shotgun up front. Sweet. Um, Since that's where the terminology shotgun actually came from. Yep, true. Nice. On yours has the higher drive check. I, I guess I'm driving this wagon. Soon you will be assistant driver. I'll be shotgun. Do you have any range capabilities? Technically, yes. I have a single dagger. Actually, I have five daggers. <laughs> <laughs> if anything gets within 50 feet of me, I can throw out a minus... Uh, what does what your one-eye penalty give you? Uh, on range, it's minus two. Okay, so minus 10. If anything <laughs> yes. 50 feet. I think someone who can like actually do shotgun should be shotgun. <laughs> Fine. Then I'll sit shotgun because I have a crossbow. There we go. Sounds good. Fine. Alice is not volunteering because she'll notice nothing. Sudi will be the secret weapon I in the back. good perception, yeah. You can get too, him so. in Ready to hulk out, yeah. Anyway. I will teach you um, things. I promise to teach you something, but I don't remember what. Yep. All right. So once we are out of the city with our wagon. Yep. So you buy a nice oh, wagon yeah. from a grouchy old wagon salesman. Nice. A grouchy old halfling. My he just happens cabbages. to be like, you know, My just cabbage. happy to make his one sale of the week. He's more upset that you're not wanting like other camels. And you got these like, especially when you're like, it's like, we'll take a wagon. It's like, does it need to be one of my fancy, you know, carriages? No, just a regular wagon. And then you're like hooking it up to these super <laughs> nice yeah. thoroughbred camels. Yeah. It's just like, what is wrong with you? It's people? a covered wagon. <laughs> we we basically opted for, it looks like a Ford Focus, but has like a Ferrari engine inside. That's basically what we've gone for. <laughs> Weird. The four of you roll out of town, out into the uh, the open fields, I guess, on yours pulls over. And cast is my spell. They see us rolling. They hate him. They hate him. 
<laughs> scrying <laughs> and trying to catch us riding dirty. Yes. On her, it perches on top of the uh, the wagon, watching dramatically. Oh, nice. For his time to... to, to oh, wait, no, he has to fly down to commune with you, yes. doesn't he? Okay. I you cast, stare into each other's eyes. I cast my spell. Very well. You hold the bird. You stare deeply into his eye, because he's blind on one eye. So what I'm looking for is people near dead plants close to a body of water. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but it doesn't provide you exact specifics. It just gives no. you information pertaining Atta- to It says attain knowledge of the surrounding territory. Okay. So... I mean, we're just mostly going to follow the river north. Yeah. So if we lose sight of, yeah, if we lose sight of the river, we're it's like the dead river. First thing you're looking for, I guess, dead palm trees or dead, yes, dead palm trees, dead date palm trees, just dead palms. Just it said, just said date, dead, dead palms. palms, not date palms. But they were date palms. Nope, Mm-mm. just dead palms. Oh, they're probably date palms. And you get a sense from commuting with the natural world that there is a stretch of land to the north about five to six miles away where the salt concentrate in the ground is so high that it absorbed into the surrounding trees okay and is that near a body of water it is within a short distance of the river is there a person there because it says people (gasps) are there people near this area you gain information about the people it just says i just need to know if there's people because that's what it lists Three facts among the following subject. Granite terrain, plants, minerals, bodies of water, people. So I'm assuming it would let me know if there are people in that vicinity. There's a small concentration of people in that vicinity. That's where we're going. Onward. (laughs) Onward onward to with honor and victory. Yes, onward with honor and victory. That should be the one with honor and victory. That's what it should be called. Oh, yeah. Okay. You set out making your way north, traveling along the road. It's somewhat slow going. It is late at night. You're traveling with these camels. You see the occasional other person out here, but most people don't really go out at night. Once or twice, you're stopped by some of the patrolling city guard. They seem to be ranging in this area. They don't have any reason to accost you or hold you up, although they do warn you of the attacks on caravans in this section of this, or this area north of the city. Well, thanks. We flash our ring. Yeah. And say, we got it. What was that bounty again? Uh, It's for the Sphinx. Well, yeah, exactly. If it attacks us, we should get that bounty. (laughs) Heck yeah. How much money can we make off of this? You continue traveling north. The moon sits high. What is the date? It is the 29th of Gozrin, 4714, so 2014. Gozrin is April, so it's April 14th, 2014. It's a Monday. I don't know what the state of the moon is. (laughs) What is the state of the moon? Nothing. Uh, quick Google won't fix. The full moon. <laughs> oh, dang. <laughs> Dawn hangs, of the first day. The full moon hangs heavy in the sky, painting everything in brilliant shades of silver as it just drapes over the landscape. Off towards your right, you can see a variety of different farms growing grain the closer that you are here. Grain, barley, wheat, hops. Closer towards the river, you can see that constant line of green from all of the reed and the reed farms and collectors there. And you sit here on this road, there's kind of a steep drop down off towards your right-hand side, dropping down about 20 feet or so, enough that you could probably slide down it, but if your carriage wheel went over the side, it would just tumble you down into the fields below. Off towards your left, you can see that that's no longer in the floodplain area, and you can just see out into the open open landscape and distantly you can see the the edge of the desert as you continue north the road descends down until it's close to on level with the surrounding farm so that there's just wooden posts and fence supported along one side that block you from just tearing off through the fields there and a couple successful date farms out here after journeying for the better part of over an hour you eventually begin to approach areas where the date farms don't seem to be as successful neither do the surrounding farms as if the desert has simply encroached into the fertile, verdant land here. And you think you can see why. It's almost as if like the silt buildup in the area, the, the life-giving flood of the Sphinx River, built up too high, and the river diverted. Mm. As if it almost just hopped over, swung wide by probably no more than 50 feet, maybe 100 in this area. But enough that these farms here just found themselves out of reach of the life-giving dark soil deposited by the floods. 
Eventually, as you make your way north, you see a branch off a road that branches off and makes its way between the various farms here. You pass by a number of farmhouses. You probably spend the next two, three hours stopping at the various farms. There's, of course, a wide selection of the two dead palms. It's not much of a, considering that these date palms are mostly in rows, they're at almost all given times an area between two dead palms in this mm -hmm. region. You spend the next couple of hours stopping by various farmhouses, abandoned locales, until eventually... Go ahead and give me a perception roll from the party. Sight-based. Can on her it be like circling, flying overhead, keeping an eye out, that kind of thing? Yes, but with the with it just being nighttime, he's not going to be able to easily pick out details from that high up. Creatures, yes, but... Okay. I got a 17. I rolled a 17. He has low light vision, yes? Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Those of you with low light vision can treat this as normal light since the moon is so large. Sweet. Uh, so I roll an 11 for a 24. Rolled a 2 for 15. Oh, I also have low light. On yours rolled a 13, which gets him a 29. And on her it rolled a 16, which gets him a 26. And he does have low light vision, so it's okay. normal light for him even up high. So most of these other ones on yours... You've been stopping. You've been concerned about it. It's getting later on in the day. It took you some time to stop by to get your wagon, to set up your wagon, to get out here, to make the long five-mile drive out here to stop at all of these farms. It's getting close to midnight as the day's wearing on. In fact, it may already be into the next day. You're not sure. There is something different about this area. The road here continues just running north. For those rare people that would rather use a road to travel along the side of the River Sphinx as opposed to using the River Sphinx, which is what almost all the, the natives do. But this is an area mostly used by, you're going to say shepherds, goat herders. On yours, as you glance down, up on the hill, some distance away, you can see that there's some sort of two-story manor house. Hmm. A little bit larger than any of the farmhouses you've seen up until this point, this was probably a wealthy investor are surrounded by rows of palms. The only thing that catches your eyes is that unlike every other side path, there are notable wagon ruts. This area sees traffic. I'm gonna wave for Unhurrit to come down. Flap, flap, flap. Kaka. Can you see if there are any people at this house? I could try. Do you want me to go in? Just fly overhead. He takes to the wing, flies out. Go ahead and have them uh, make a perception roll. Uh, he gets an 18. You all distantly see him circle, sit quietly. It's kind of cold. It's um, the desert at night. Yeah. You know, the wind's coming in. It's blowing across you. The the moisture coming in off of the river. Every once in a while, you see movement in the brush enough to kind of put all of you on edge or the very least spook the camels. But in most of these cases, these are either stray cats, maybe some wild dogs or the occasional snake. Nothing exceptionally dangerous. Most of the snakes are bed. Cold-blooded. On her, it returns, flutters down lands. I didn't see any people. The windows boarded up. There's a courtyard with an opening and light inside. There's light inside the building, and these wagon ruts look recent. Mm. This well, may be what we're looking for. All right. It may be pertinent. Would he know that word? Yeah, sure. Shh. Pertinent. Uh, <laughs> It's his fancy vocabulary word. Yep. He gets one for every intelligent point. In the garden uh, courtyard, there are two palms. And he says there are two palms in the courtyard. Are they dead? I could get closer. Oh, well, no. Is there a place that we can kind of tie the camels up here? I don't want to just drive our little wagon. No, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can bring your wagon off of the main trail mm -hmm. um, and tie them up to one of the fence posts. Yeah. Or at the very least, tie one of them up to the fence post. Mm -hmm. There's a locking bar for the wheels on the wagon, yeah. so if you engage that. So I guess we'll leave the camels in the wagon here and begin making our way up. All right. Yep. Okay. Weapons drawn. Uh, yeah. 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 Subtly. I mean, I don't have weapons. Subtly, yeah, subtly draw yeah, my weapons. I was going to say, I'm well, always I mean, armed. She can hide them behind her wrists. Like, do we really want to approach this house? I mean... It's the middle of the that. True, but still, we're approaching... It could be somebody's actual home. I mean, if so, they're not going to be very happy to see us, and they probably were not happy to see the Nethians who came out here and did whatever they did. 
We just have to tell them we're on the lookout for bandits. They just show them a ring and say we're real fancy or something. I don't know. I mean, it's the middle of the night. Maybe we just don't wake them <laughs> on up. On her, it did say all the windows were boarded up. And they're probably not. And there's uh, a lot on. I mean, they may be here. Uh, I mean, this may have been abandoned and they're here plotting, or it could be that they're moving out. Or I, I just think if we say with, we're looking for bandits, we're not. It's not too far of a stretch. Because <laughs> we're going, most people look for bandits in the middle of the night. We're looking for that sphinx. Oh, that can, might be a little I mean, bit more are, believable. Yeah, that's true. We're a bunch of adventurers, right? That's fair. Okay, we're looking for the sphinx. All right. Although I don't think it's going to come. I don't think it's going to come into play. But there we go. Oh, I don't think so either. But it's always good to have a plan B. All right. I guess if we. If the Nethians are here, the first thing they're going to do is attack us. I'm going to detect magic, and look for like weird stuff as we go. Uh, you know what? Since we are walking up, I will also, for the first time ever, engage my tomb sight and see if there's any undead. Hey, because okay. hey, that might be a thing that they do. Very well. As you approach, you don't see any magic or undead. It's almost a, it's about a hundred yard walk from the main road through the abandoned farm as you make your way up towards the, the manor house itself. I assume we're stealthing. It's up to you. Uh, yes. I mean, up. we can try. Try. Wow. Okay, dice. Wow. Okay. Did you roll nicely? I got a 21. I rolled a 19. I rolled an 8 for a 17. Rolled a 14 for a 27. On yours, rolls a perfect 20 and still only gets a 19. Oh. <laughs> that means you rolled the lowest, though. So there's that. I feel like I should get a bonus in the darkness because I am Black. myself dark. All of you make your way. You get off of the main path. It's a bright, moonlit night, so it's mostly you sticking to the dead palms here and trying to avoid notice. You eventually get within a short distance of the front of this building. The structure is large two stories tall. There are numerous windows, although these have been boarded over. What looks to have maybe at one point been a stable was the only portion of this that had a wooden roof as opposed to full stone. And that seems to have collapsed in on itself, or at the very least, the thresh that was placed on top of it since it wasn't slats just dropped down and collapsed into the stable. The wagon tracks make their way up to here, and you can clearly see the wagon, relatively new, sitting off towards the side, covered with a tarp to keep the sand out of it. You should look in that wagon, yeah? Yeah, what's in the wagon? Let's approach yeah. the wagon slowly. Are gonna... you all moving up? Yeah, might as well. Stay together. Okay. I mean, the wagon's only 30 feet away. Because you're going gonna... to have to leave cover to get to the wagon. I'm going to concentrate on my detect magic if it's only 30 feet away. I also okay. concentrate you don't detect on my any magic. undead okay. detections. Okay. You don't detect any undead. Yay. <laughs> she was like, we're done here. It's always a good thing when I don't detect any undead. Yeah. True. Are we all looking healthy, Sudi? Sudi glances at everybody. Sudi so hasn't talked about the Anybody still down today. on hit points or no. I am technically down on hit points, but yeah. What? Yeah, okay. I, I haven't gotten healed. I've got uh, I'm short fifteen, so Oh wow. We should have resolved that at some point, but we didn't. So. <laughs> Do you want to get a quick heal before Probably. you go into Because we're about to fight a bunch of people, I'm sure. Probably. If you don't tell me these things. Yeah. Get eleven back. Boom. Yeah. You look down and realize you're oh, I'm hurt. Oh man, I've been bleeding this whole time. <laughs> I was just going to tough it out, but my magic sight is telling me I'm hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm lethally hurt, too. Oh, wait. No, that, that perforated a kidney. I should probably fix that. I'm starting to lose feelings. It's all turning into stone. To be fair, I don't bleed anymore, so it's like, you know, how bad, how deep a cut was it really, though? True. Uh, who's going for? If it's the whole party, I'm going to need a, or a stealth check from the party. Let's uh, send the stealthy one first. Since it's within distance, we can still who's see them. Okay. Citra. <laughs> She giggled. She got a big number. I did. Got a 32. Very well. So kind of all glance around. Everyone, you know, Citra holds up a hand, gives everyone a nod. Hollis and Sudi maintain their concentration and their eyes gleaming as they're staring. Uh, over mine's it. supernatural, so. That's fair. I just see. Um, Citra darts out in six gazelle-like bounds, closes the distance <laughs> between the, the tree line and this dropping down into a crouch next to the edge of this covered wagon. Imagine lifts up the tarp, kind of glances in the back. Uh, you can make me a perception roll. Nethian robes. The danger? There's <laughs> <laughs> an entire cart full of Nethian holy symbols. <laughs> Great. Are there any of them platinum? <laughs> I got a 24. 24? You kind of reach in there. You see that there's dirt dust at the bottom. Reach out a hand, just drag it through there. It's, you know, dark under the tarp. And considering that, you know, you have regular human vision, everything's kind of dim to you right now. Yeah. Kind of rub it between your fingers. 
reach up and taste it real quick. Ew. Yeah. No, I sniff it. I don't taste it. Well, it smells like nothing. Ew. You're, you're a train tracker. I was getting all... Like, oh, okay. Go ahead. Yeah, you can tell the consistency isn't proper for dirt. It's flour. Kind of glance around in there. You dig a little bit. There's some a small amount of grain left in the bottom of this. It's some sort of supply cart, maybe? Not something you would be growing off of date palms. No. So something being that. imported. Yeah. Our secret base. All right, I dash back. Oh, I don't dash back well. You only <laughs> do one big fall. <laughs> I got a 15. 15? Blonk, blonk, blonk. You got so a thing where you fall and you just roll the rest you of the curse really loud. Yeah, well, it's not even entirely you where it's just you turn. You kind of reach back to grab the... Uh, the tarp and move it back into place and like a gust of wind comes in it just kind of snaps it loud as the tarp catches in the wind since you left enough area for it to get an underdraft inside there probably kind of curse before quickly darting back to the tree line so I didn't find any blood or anything but there was flour in the back supplies must be but no blood is good right uh yeah I guess so I think so we need to go around the house and see about those palm trees I thought this was on the inside in the courtyard. Oh, is it inside of a courtyard? Like Inside courtyard. Oh, okay. Well, then we need to bust in here. Let's look for a window that's open. Suppose, yeah, be encircling the house, see if there's anybody outside. Or, or we just go to the front door will, and just kick it down. I will mention that on her, it circled the house, and oh, yeah. as he stated, the windows are boarded over. Oh, right. Uh, yeah, so all the windows are boarded over. We'll have to break in. Maybe we just knock. I don't see a problem with that. Is that weird? How many people can I take with my dimension door? Maybe just appear in the courtyard. Is that weird? Uh, that seems like a bad idea. Yeah. I'm actually kind of on board for a planned knock on the door. Surprise! Avon <laughs> <laughs> Collins. Exactly. Do you want to knock on the door? Let's knock on the door. I want to knock on the door. We I'm never in. knock on the door. <laughs> that seems like the most... That's uh, because usually we're dealing with undead or breaking into crypts. True. Citra does want to just see if it's locked before... <laughs> she, like, quietly tests the door. <laughs> oh, and checks it for traps. Well. I, I do check it for traps. Yep. Yeah. I'll maintain my detect magic. You sense no magical auras on the door. For Sudi, the door is not undead. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a mimic. Citra, you glance this over. You don't see any traps. The strangest thing is you reach out towards it. You push, and it just creaks open a bit. It wasn't even latched. Oh. I'm not team knock on the door anymore. I just want to head inside. Yep, team team kick it in. Was there a back door? Nope, team there's kick it in. There's a door on the side. How about there's a door around the side? Side door feels good. We can just use this door. I think we just use this door. All right. Let's uh, let's go inside. I'm trying to be sneaky here. We open the door and there's a sigil on the other side. It's like, dang it. I've Boom. got my detect magic on still. Boom. But yeah. Who's going first? I think Citra's the Citra, point. I assume, yeah. <clears throat> All right. Because we need that perception bump the lens gives us. Well, that was a bad sound. The sound of horror. Hello, Mr. Ghost. <laughs> you push open the door. Stepping out of the uh, the brightly lit exterior into the dimly lit interior. I have a bad feeling about this. I think I was team side door. From the entryway here, you can see a set of steps ascending up towards the second floor. Two archways off towards your right and left, leading deeper into the house. And a wide archway leading into the central courtyard. Oh, hey, that's the way we need to go. Candles have been placed about the floor on the outer edge of this room. That's weird. Over half of these are lit and dance with a soft yellow light, illuminating the wall depictions of what seem to be daily life, murals painted across the surrounding walls in what seems to be a an older style. It reminds you, shockingly, all except for Hollis, of the House of Pantheru. Oh, God. Oh, no. It's just a house decoration, guys. It's okay. <laughs> the stairs are in a separate place. The layout seems to be different. It's just close enough. Every other step ascending up the stairs has a single lit candle on it, held in place by the melted wax that's been poured down, and then the candle just planted in it. There's also a pervading smell here. Something sweet. Incense. Like cinnamon. Look, I say we make straight for the courtyard in Kelru. I think there might be a secret door in the courtyard, so I'm in. <laughs> okay. We'll go for that. Can we blow out these candles? No. Do we want to blow out the Citra candles? Citra can't see. Yeah. Right, currently, all of you are still in dim light. I'm going to draw my kopesh and unsling my shield as we make our way towards the courtyard. Okay. Yeah, I, I unsheathed my kukris. <laughs> uh, I'm always armed. 
We are definitely in Murder House now. I'm excited. I like Murder House. Citra, do you activate your Wayfinder? I don't know. if we no, Do we no. want to draw attention? I don't think so. I'm going to go try to just navigate by the dim light. There's a bunch of candles. I don't like that his head tilted like that. You make your way forward. <laughs> I don't have the invisibility. Stepping back outside into this enclosed courtyard. A walkway runs around the outside. Again, it's it's similar to the House of Pantera, but larger. A second floor overlooks this lower area. This, however, the second floor, the interior of this building, the building itself, seems to be well-maintained. Even if the outside walls are boarded over, it looks like it was, I mean, at the very least, lived in until sometime recently. Perhaps whenever the river shifted, the crops died. Two large palms stick up out of the ground here. Out of what was once rich earth, although now it's just given over to cracks and any vegetation that once grew there has died. A fountain sits further on, and a statue. There are four exits from this chamber, counting the one that you've come in from, in each one of the cardinal directions. I'm going to need a perception roll from the party. Is it sight-based? No. I rolled a three for a three. I mean, some of it is, so uh, for Sudi, I'll just count it as both, so it's minus four. Yeah, normally you say you want to do minus two. Or no, no, no. Just give me whatever you roll, and I'll minus four for the pers- for the sight oh, part okay, of it. Okay, and then, okay. Yeah. So, pulse. Three. Three. Okay. Uh, I rolled a seven for a 24. Okay. 13 for a 26. Okay. On yours gets a uh, 28, and on her it gets a 26. So, Hollis, <laughs> bring up the rear. Kind of look back behind you. You watch the way that you came from. You keep your eyes out for any, any obvious movement, considering... You know that you're not going to notice anyone trying to be really sneaky about it. But if they just happen to, I'm going to sneak out into the open behind you. <laughs> then you'll disintegrate them. Uh, I don't have that yet. Well, I'll give it a few levels. Sad. The rest of the party, you notice two important things. First, as you move out into the courtyard, all three of you hear some movement. Some on the second floor. Some down here on the first. We are out in the freaking open. Why do you think I didn't want to go this way? You don't. All three of y'all agreed to go this way. <laughs> I thought we would skirt around the outside of the... I'm not out there technically, I guess, yet. The other thing you notice is Kelru. God, is he dead? Is he undead, Sudi? Sudi doesn't. Standing die. between the palms. Weapon in hand. Holy symbol upraised. Frozen as a solid statue. Oh, no. You hear footsteps from above as a shadowy figure steps out onto the second floor landing. Don't look. Ah! Kia, don't look. I had wanted this to end differently. The voice of Kabek chimes from the second floor. Why do we trust him so much? I told y'all! That's why we never trust NPCs. Kabek stands tall on the second floor landing. What the fuck did you want then? I had hoped that we could come to an understanding. Oh no. This is... Are you that Medusa? Jebet. No, she's nearby. An understanding about what? Onuris. You understand, don't you? Not really, actually. What did you do to Falto? He is comfortable. <laughs> Meaning what? Did you turn him into a statue too? I convinced your, shall we say, weaker willed friend to take a different tact. He is waiting for my command. Citra is tightening her grip on her kukri so freaking hard. Adjusts his stance, stands a little taller. The effect, the accent, even fades some. Who is this guy? Onurus. It's all gone wrong. The nation, the city, so much. I thought I'd found a kindred soul in you. He won't scale that ruby prince. The pharaoh must be gone. <laughs> Wait, why? Gestures down. And the true pharaoh must rise. Interesting. The forgotten pharaoh. Yep. <gasps> oh. He's a cultist. <sighs> you know, you could have saved us a lot of time and just took us out here and told us all this stuff so we could then, you know, do what we had to do and save our friend. It would have been difficult in that manner to determine why you were here and what you were seeking to report it to my mistress. Hey, you know a person named Sarathet? No. Are you working for the Hatia? Yeah? Mm. Lie. He never stopped. how is it that you've become so lost you have the mask 
If you come with me, we can deliver it to the Forgotten Pharaoh ourselves. Reunite our Lord Hakatep. Where would we do that at? In the desert. I can take you. I just lack some coordinates. I could take you directly. I don't think we'll be doing that. A great injustice was perpetrated many centuries ago. Yes, we already know about that. One that I intend to rectify. How did you even find out about this? The Forgotten Pharaoh. Just spoke to you? Yes. Part of him did anyway. I met with him when he came south to Tefu. He needed support. And my... (laughs) My organization was ready. He reaches up, straightens the edge of his collar. He's got it. And you see the soft flash of a silver chain and wrapped around his wrist. (laughs) I love every moment of this. Hollis hates it. (laughs) One of these guys. (sighs) My followers were able to aid the Pharaoh in his pursuits. Yes, unfortunately, the mask evaded us. I was very surprised then when I noticed it being worn, (gasps) at least half of it, at Mamanofra's party. I was curious as to what you were doing. Of course, I knew exactly what it looked like. I had been seeking for it. And let us simply say that Hakatep was particularly exact about what he wanted in his funerary rites and remembered well his mask. Remembered. Remembered. You may have his call, but Hakatep's boss is own. Mm-hmm. His personality and memory. He wishes to be whole and would greatly reward all of those who aided him in returning to his rightful place. It's not his rightful place anymore. I mean, we're happy to aid him if he wants to then be settled to rest. Rest? You know, like he's supposed to be. They seem to be implying that he'll be resurrected. After what he has seen of what has become of our nation, you think that he would rest? It's not his problem. He is a pharaoh. He's a dead pharaoh, which means he needs to be resting. He, he is no denied. longer the embodiment of Horus. That's true. He has passed into the land of shadow. I was hoping when I spoke with you, when I heard the way that you'd seemed concerned about the direction that Osirian is going, that you could understand why I feel this need. I am concerned about the way the nation is going, but Ahakatev is not the answer. And who would you side with? The establishment? I didn't lie to you. No, you just lied about a lot of other stuff via omission. Also, you took our friend and made him a statue. It's pretty effed up. I explained it to you. The church dispatched assassins to deal with me. Oh, and he was one of them. Apparently, he's been protecting all of you very thoroughly. Yep. For days now. Dang it, And was now. immediately makes, suspicious of me. That makes way more sense. Man, Kelru knew what was up. Kelru, why didn't you just tell us? Because he's Nethys. Fortunately, he did not know of Ujebet. At that point, there's a soft hissing sound that seems to echo through the surrounding halls. You know what? We got unfinished business with Ujebet, so I guess we better get Not this started, this again, right? now. Oh, man. I got blindness. Does that work? Uh, no. <laughs> I could take you to him. I'm afraid we'll have to decline. So don't trust you. Uh, well, no, didn't really ever, but at all. We should have known he was evil. Dang it. I thought the cults was working with the Hajia. <laughs> Other way around, probably. With the Hatya, the leader of the organization responsible for Hakatep's division and his imprisoned state. Which means it's your people that tried to kill us during the race. I didn't try to kill you. I just tried to ensure that you would lose. Mm. Well, we still won, didn't we? So that I could inform you of where the next place that you needed to go was and continue to aid you in your research garnering the information that you were seeking for myself. Although we are already a great deal ahead of you. Yeah, well, he's still missing a piece. Not for long. The church will be dealt with in time. (laughs) When the Sky Pharaoh returns, all cities will fall under the shadow of his grace. Hakatep's time is over. I see that we are going to get anywhere with this. No, we are not. Because we have seen the horrible things that he has done. All the people that died in Wati because of him. They died in Wati 
because of Neptikufri. Who was working be- on behalf of Hakatep. Or part possessed. of Hakatep. Well, the car of him, he I guess. Whatever, still Hakatep. And the shattered fragments of his knowledge. When his call is joined with his mind and spirit, he will be whole again and restore our nation to the greatness that it saw before the Jaredith line destroyed our nation. You know, claiming the, the history over again, you really just got to focus on the future. That's not, it's just not good thinking. I understand that I will not change your minds. No, I don't trust Hakatep to be a good pharaoh. Oh. He wasn't a good pharaoh. Allow me to clarify. I will not change your minds with words. You're not going to change it with magic either. It's time to put an end to this. I suppose it is then. This ends here. For you? He reaches down, lifts up a golden mask, All right, slides well, it, it onto his face. And Sudi begins striding forward. Backstabbing little... Has he ever seen me grow big? Uh, no, no, he actually wasn't there for the... Oh, excellent. Because what I want to do is I want to go get big and yank him out of that second story balcony. <laughs> well, what right, I well, think... I was going to say, how, how high is it? Like, Can you reach it? Uh, it's 10 feet up. So, yes. Okay. So, what I think that means is... Get him, get him in the Achilles. I'm going to need initiative from the party. Guess what? These guys are alive. And we owe the Hot an apology, weirdly. They're alive. I, they have bones. I don't think so. She's still up to something. Did I not say that, though? Did I not say Damn. that Hatia probably wouldn't... Who was the one that suggested talking to the Hatia at the very beginning? Me. Which means the whole it's story... It's way too convenient that he'd come up. <clears throat> I also thought it would be way too straightforward if the hot yeah is the one who, like, sabotaged the race and did all that Oh, that's stuff, so good. I already knew it wasn't her because they were dressed up like Nethians. And yeah, you and wouldn't do that obvious. if you were... Yeah. And he was so weird about how he treated the Medusa. Also, we never got his card uh, until right now. to pass that around. He doesn't have a cultist mask or anything. I don't know he's why. Holding, he's holding it. He's holding his cultist mask. He would have been like... He does devil. look like Luke Cage. It also specifically says on the back, like... You know, Dude, leader he, looks of the shock- he looks shockingly like it's Luke like Cage. Luke Cage. <laughs> yeah. Why you gotta be so handsome? <laughs> Sorcerer. Oh yeah. I was wondering when we were gonna run into the cult again. That is so cool. Yeah. Little do you know. I for- I had totally forgot that the cult was the silver chain and the silver chain was the cult. Yeah, they took it over. Yeah, I'd totally forgotten about that though. So like when he fingered the silver chain, I was like, wait, oh he's a Oh, wait, no, he's a cultist. That means Sarathet probably is Hakatep right now. Yeah, no, no. That's that's what he said. When he said, the, when he said the, basically Hakatep came south, blah, 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 is because the Ba... And yeah. she does, he doesn't know anybody named Sarathet, but he'd yeah, have because, to know her. No, 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 well, because if, if she is possessed, if Hakatep is possessing Hakatep. her, she yeah. will not answer to that name. Exactly. Yep. It's hmm. unfortunate. Yep. Makes me wonder if he found anything in that freaking library and didn't tell us about it. Oh, I guarantee it. Probably. But we had him searching for, like... Although I think he could have gotten him without it. We had him searching for very specific stuff. He did say he's ahead of us, which means he probably knew some well, stuff. Well, he has we the personality and memories of Hakatep. No, of he course does. he's ahead of us. No, he does. Well, he, I guess he has access well, to Well, the it. group. That group does. Yeah. God. What a crappy situation. There's still something else going on, though, because of the oh, yeah. way Kelru's been acting. Something's still going on with the Church of Nethys. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah no, for sure. Oh, the Church of Nethys is definitely doing weird well, stuff. Well, okay, so the Hatya is, or the Mamanoff's request to the Hatya is still in play. Oh, sh- she's been fighting the cult. That's but she can't tell using. anyone why she's that, doing that. So, yeah, so she's using the funds. So here's what I think she's happening. She is using the funds that she would be paying on taxes to do a secret war against the, the silver chain. But Because she, she can't ask for help from the prince because that's a deep secret that Neth is supposed to keep. The people that she's disappearing are silver chain people. Or people who know too much. She's, she's disappearing yeah. people from her own church, though. Yeah, people Oh, yeah, this. because they should, they always say they were, were sent on a mission. Yep. Yeah. She talk to her. God, see, she might not be as bad as we think. I mean, she's still not great. I mean, no, she's not great, but I can understand <laughs> more about her motivations. Well, all this is on team, I want to talk to the Hatya now. Oh, God, I know. We really need to talk to the Hatya now. Because we also now have a, we kind of have an answer now to tell Mom and Afra. Well, maybe. So we need to set them in a room and, a, and just be like, look, we know this is what you're doing. Yeah, that's that's, that's not going to happen. Yeah, but I know. we'll figure it out. Mom and Offer might still be up to something. She's true. We maybe. don't know what she's doing. She's she's a little suspect, too, mm-hmm. I guess. We trust no one. Mm-hmm. We trust no one. We barely trust we can, ourselves. The only people we can trust are the doorkeepers of the Duat. You know what? I trust Azaz weirdly. 
Because that guy doesn't even want to like us, and it's obvious. Oh, yeah, yeah. but he still is asking for our help. Because he, he knows that we're bad. And he needs us to get his boy, which we did get, and now we're gonna have to get him on. I was gonna un- say, I'll, I'll give us a, I'll give us a barely passing score on it though, because he has turned stone. I'm gonna well, yeah, stab this dude for messing with my Falto. So sad. I know. You know he charmed Falto. I know. Or worse. And probably his ass too. Mm. Where is his ass? We didn't ask. Secondary concern right now. He couldn't have oh taken his ass here because no, he couldn't have kept. He couldn't have taken his ass here. He pro- Falto's probably not here. I see red things, but that might be the case. How many bases do you need? So many bases. Keep in mind, we're probably getting ambushed by the entirety. Fireball is happening, everyone. should have happened. We're in the center of the fireball, though. Not if I put it somewhere else. Well, you know they're going to be surrounding us. God, we should have cleared this place out before we went into the courtyard. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, it accomplished what I wanted to accomplish, which was to see who was here. We may regret that, And to draw them out. Yeah, we may regret that, though. See, Citra didn't say anything because y'all were all... You like, gotta start ahead. saying know, things. You can't have this I told you so if you didn't even tell us so. This is the only time I haven't told y'all so. Well, then you don't tell us so. You went along with it. All right. Initiative from the party. 13. For me. Hollis. <laughs> Sudi Kantar. Uh, I rolled a 7, so Sudi's only got a 10. Sad. Citra Nahamra. Rolled an 8 for a 14. Ooh. I never roll well on initiative. On yours. 11. Oh, Jesus. All right, we're all low. That's not... Okay. Unhurt. Uh, 23. Okay. All right. Don't look at the statue yeah, thingy. Uh, Unhurt does not look at the Medusa. We don't even know where she is. She's not even on the field right now. Just look on the we ground. We heard her hiss. There was a hiss somewhere in the distance. <laughs> it's somewhere in this structure, Don't I look imagine. at the hiss. Well, if I can see her, I'll pit her. If I can't see her, then I'll have to do something else. Or she has fly cast on her. That would be so messed up. Yeah. Dang it. Uh, Citra, I'm going to need you to roll off. Pit it is. Put her in a pit. That's where I'm at. Hey, such a rolling off is good. Uh, I got. I'm adding bonuses and everything. Yep. Except she rolled uh, higher than me. That'd be a 19. Shh. What'd you roll? Originally, I rolled a 14. Oh, yeah. That's higher than me. Okay. She's, she was the highest. You rolled highest. All right. No, on her rolled highest. Well. Well. Combat begins. Frickin'. The long awaited battle against the silver chain. Who? Part two. Friend. I missed Part the three. viper. On her, you have first initiative. The Blind Viper wouldn't him do us with like your this. Claws. Yes, he would. You can't do that. Viper uh, wouldn't have done this to only. us. He was cool. I mean, technically speaking, he can. Go in there and he get out. He can fly guys. up and use a uh, dirty trick combat maneuver to blind a target for one round if you succeed against their CMD. And he's a I'm wizard. just saying it is a possibility. Yeah, it's not a great one. <laughs> is really crappy. Throw a tanglefoot bag at him. That won't stop him from casting. Yeah, but it'll stop him from moving. Mm. Which means you could punch him. <laughs> bam, bam, like, like one of those little like, uh, boxing things yeah. that just keep popping back up. I don't know what that means to anybody listening to that. You know, I think I am going to have him go up there and drop a Tanglefoot bag on callback. Right on his face. His beautiful face. Okay. So he'll need to, he has to use a move action to pull the Tanglefoot bag as he's throwing it from there. Because the flyby attack gives you a standard action during a move action, but you also can't draw a stored item as part of that. Uh, well, I mean, he's not anywhere close enough to throw him right now. Uh, he is. You have him on the ground floor with us, so. Yeah. Well, because, yeah, he wasn't flying when you came in here. We could fly and get his bag ready. So, yeah, I mean, he could fly out and use a move action to retrieve it and bombard him next round. Uh, or you could throw it from there. His target is 40 feet away, so it'd be a minus six penalty. Yeah, that's not going to work. I guess I'll have him fly up. Mostly also to be away from the Medusa when she's Yeah, oh my god. And then he'll draw the bag as he flies up. Okay. Uh, so how high is he flying? The second level is 10 feet up. I'm just going to have him fly up pretty high, yeah. and he can fly down and drop it, just because I don't want him in range of Anything. stuff. Yeah. And the, uh, the skylight is 15 feet in the very center, so if he wanted to fly all the way up, it's 20 feet up. Let's, yeah, let's fly up and out of the courtyard for now. Okay, so he'll need to make a fly check to ascend at greater than a third or greater than a forty-five degree angle. Uh, Pretty sure you can make this thirty-one. Yeah, he's such a good flyer. Yeah. Okay, so um, I would go ahead and move him, say ten feet forward, and say that he's forty feet up in the air. All right. So, and then at the end of his movement, he can pull out the bag, but he just can't throw it yet. Yeah. He's probably going to need a dive bomb again if he's wanting to. That's throw what it. I'd have him do, but this gets him out of out of harm's way range and things like that. What a good twist. What a twist. I'll, I'll save my comments for it until after we've survived this encounter. <laughs> it's still a good twist, even if we all die. Yeah. Jeez. This is good music. Yeah. That brings us to comic. 
jerk. The sorcerer hops over the railing. What? He's flying. Stopping in midair yeah. as he sails up into the sky. Uh, he's flying. All right, that's fine. That's a problem. That's a real problem for us. That's not a problem for us. Scorching ray, baby. Magic oh, missile. Yeah. I actually have a scroll of fly. I did not prepare fly today. I have a scroll of fly. Good. He also will ascend up at a greater than 45 degree angle, so he sails out to there. Uh, he's five feet over the roof right now, so he's flown. Sh- you know, he just kind of hovers out, flies up, down on all of you with that implacable metal mask. Gestures, chants, in tones, extends a hand up into the sky. Lightning bolt? The air overhead shifts. Uh oh. Yep. Call lightning. As this, it's something that none of you have ever seen, but this, these curtains of light and color burst into the sky, hovering overhead. Any of those of you who wish may make me a knowledge nature. Okay. Uh, that's really weird. That's very strange. I get a 20? 20? I mean, I get a t- 25 on a spellcraft check. What the f- did he cast? With your 25 and your spellcraft, it it seems like call lightning, but it's not. Oh, uh, Akitep no. showed him a few tricks. With your 20 on your knowledge nature. Shory magic. It's an aurora. Like the Aurora Borealis, the northern lights, as they just uh, swoom up into the sky and seem to just crackle with energy up above him in the stratosphere. You're going to want to get your bird inside. <laughs> <laughs> huh. He's not 100 feet up, though, so I'm plan is still a go. Oh, Aurora Borealis is interesting. Ooh, I, yeah. Oh, he's a sorcerer. I was like, oh, well, I hope he has a spell book. I'm kind of doubting if he is. A, if he, I mean, he may or may not actually be a sorcerer. We'll see. Because that would have to be on his inherent magic list that he learned, or that he yeah. that he discovered. He didn't even have almost it. any arcane. He can learn any arcane spell. Yeah. Oh yeah, I will yeah. need a reflex save from on yours. Oh jeez. Oh, he's never seen us fight. He's never seen us fight. Uh, twenty-one. Twenty-one. By us, I mean Sudi yeah, and yeah, Hollis. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I was like, no, yeah. He, he doesn't know our tricks. That's true. Dispel him and have him drop. Ooh. Drop him down. He's pretty high up. That's no, it, it feather falls him, but... I was thinking of blinding him. Because then he's flying and he's blind. Yeah. Wait, why would it feather fall him? That's what happens. That's what happens. It's, it's, it's part of the spell. Blood. If you're dispelled while you're flying with the fly spell, you get a feather fall effect. Yep. Automatically. He's still going to land on the ground. But yeah, he drift down to the ground to you. But, uh, on yeah. Eurus, you take eight points of fire damage. Holy As God. part of this, Aurora splits off and dives through the open roof and lances down, striking off on Eurus, slightly singeing him. That's going to do multiple types of damage, probably. Probably. Um, as it lances down from the sky. Pretend um, that it get hurt more. Be like, oh, it burns. <laughs> on Eurus, with your successful spellcraft check, you can identify this as, again, it seems to be functioning like a call lightning, but it's fire. <laughs> You're probably only really protected from the full blast of that because you were still underneath the roof. Mm-hmm. But if oh. you stepped out into the courtyard proper... Crud you would be, in essence, exposed to the sky. Usually it doesn't do a whole lot of... It's not extraordinarily effective unless there's a storm. But for somehow, some reason, this power seems to be more effective now. Again, there's no determining what he's doing. Because he's the sky pharaoh. Shory magic. So he showed him some tricks. Some sky magic, maybe. Yeah. Uh, go and get a perception roll from the party. All right, let's figure right. out where this other stuff is. Yes, thank you. I got an 11, because I rolled an 11. Is this sight-based? Uh, no. Boom, I got a perfect 20 for a 20, 37, sorry. Got a okay. 9 for a 22. Nearest gets a 17 on her, it gets a 15. Okay. Citra and Sudi, you both hear spellcasting coming from every direction. I crud. Echoing through the Talky hallways. Mushrooms. Maybe I have a different plan. Either of you who have spellcraft may roll them. Uh, the rest of you hear the spell casting, but you can't pinpoint it or pick out what they're saying. There's just someone's casting something nearby. I got a 19 on my spellcraft. No, you, you can't see them, <laughs> yeah, so, no. I'm not that good. I'm a novice. I'm only demi-magic or semi-magical. Yeah, <laughs> semi-magical. Hey, I could dimension Doris out of here, and we could have a different approach. Force them to come to us, so we're not just sitting ducks. There's a barn that has that's collapsed in on itself. Not a half bad idea. That's not, yeah, that's not a terrible idea at all. Yes. Yeah, so the monk and the rogue can Jesus. pick out that there's at least six people uh, spellcasting from somewhere inside of the house. All right, let's see how this goes first. It's a trap. Oh, oh it's definitely a trap. Yeah. Citra. 
You hear them spell casting, but you don't hear them closing. Hey, stay right here. I think I might get us out of this. Okay. Essentially, I need to be able to touch you. Yeah, I was just... Oh, I do have a very important question to ask, Citra. What? Are you averting your gaze? You well, don't know where look. this Medusa is. Yeah, I plan on averting my gaze. Okay, are you just um, lowering your head? Are you to give yourself the percentile chance, or are you closing your eyes? I'm just averting, like trying to stare okay. at the ground instead. Um, yeah, shoot, none of my scrolls are really that helpful, because I have a fly and I have a glitter dust. Fly's not a bad idea, because then you'd be ready to fly when you landed wherever we're going. I'm not going to move us out of the fight. Okay. I'm just going to move us out of here. I'm sheathing a kukri with a move action, and <laughs> I, I yep. am drawing my fly scroll with my other move action. I do have a handy haversack, so I am able to do that. Okay. we got to get you little chains to put on your kukris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they sell those. Little weapon cords. Yep. Yeah, I'm going to be like, like uh, uh, Kratos. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Exactly. You can't drop it if it's attached to you. That's true. You can't cut yourself with it still. So. I mean, yeah, sure. I can't solve everyone's problems. <laughs> Hollis. All right, I can take three creatures with me in my dimension door. We are in three creatures. Um, how far away was that? Was that barn collapsed in like fully or was the roof just collapsed in? Like the roof had collapsed down, so it's just full of like the rubble and thresh and everything else that made up its roof. It would require a climb check to navigate if you were inside of it. Is there a building that's within 400 something feet? Teleport us to the wagon. That he could just kill our camels. This is a farm. Is there any other like shed or like... I don't super want to be out in the open... But we can't stay here because we are literally going to die. Current options are you could teleport out of the house. There's not another standing structure for you to get to. Can you I? could just teleport right up onto the roof if you wanted to get away from all the people surrounding you. Can I teleport idea, into actually. a room I haven't seen? It's not teleport. It's dimension door. Can dimension I dimension door to a room I haven't seen? At the moment, the only rooms that you are not aware of existing on the, uh, the map, because it's nine different rooms, are the two furthest to the back, so the one closest to Jordan and the one closest to Rachel. Oh, um, the other ones you're aware at the very least they exist. What if I just take us into if a we, random room? If you you have to know, you get shunted if you don't yeah. know well, where you're uh, going. Dimension, dimension door, door lets you the dimension door lets you specify just the number of feet you want to travel. So yes, you go, and if you arrive room. in a place that's already <clears throat> occupied, you get shunted and take damage. I'm reading the spell right now. Yeah, but I'm saying that she could try to just send you into another room that she hasn't seen. Well, because the other option is like the room with all the staircases. What if you yeah. sent us to the second floor? I can see into that room, kind of maybe. Or, yeah, you pop us forward I mean, there. But that's, uh, that, just that's the other side of yeah, the Yeah, that's same not situation. really going to help us. Yeah. <laughs> no, like on the second floor. Oh, there is no room on the second floor. Yeah, there's no, there's no room on the second floor. This is, a, this is a solid line. So, there's only, so the only place you could put us is here on the balcony. I don't want to be outside because that Aurora thing will kill us. Yeah. But I don't want to stay here because we are literally like pinned in. Well, if we just back up into this room and let them come to us. <laughs> Out of curiosity, and I might remove this later on, did you take Wall of Stone? No. Okay. God, this would be a Because you could have just been like, it. and side of the house. <laughs> well, really, honestly, you could just be like, the roof. I, talked, I only get two spells. On the roof or out in the open? No, yeah, no, no. no, no. You take the wall of stone and you close off this area she right here. I don't have stone. wall of stone. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Wall of stone would have been awesome. All right. Um, I'm just going to put us in a room. Okay. Um, on the second floor. where the Medusa is, though. I'm just going to guess that she's not in that room next to Heather, because Heather has good luck. On the second floor. We don't know We don't know that that room second. exists. I thought the only room I didn't know about was over there. You don't know about those back two rooms, and you've explored nothing of the second floor, so you, the only yeah. the only section of the second floor that you know of right now is that area right that you can see on the second floor landing. In it's fact, a, you actually can't see the doors up there, but... It's a D6 of damage if we're shunted. So I'm just going to throw us in that room and hope that it's a room and hope that we won't be shunted, and that hope that it only has one exit, but it might have two. It has to. I mean, we but at least they'll have to come well, to us. I mean, okay. that's no different than just backing out into the main hallway. They'd have to come to us that way, too. It's two, the main hallway it's has two, a lot of stuff. It's two things to guard versus three. Like, two entrances versus three. So Four. Because there's a front door. Oh, yeah, versus four. So yeah. then we retreat into this room instead of wasting the spell. I mean... Yeah, but what did they just cast? We don't know. Invisibility. All of them just cast it. Invisibility. <laughs> Possible. That's what, I, that's, what I would, that's what I would cast. All right, well, if we want to just I mean, stay here and hope we don't die, uh, I will okay. cast... Uh, let me let me put this out there. 
Jessica, do whatever you want your character to do. If you feel like your character would go, screw this and teleport, teleport. If anyone else thinks that that's a horrible idea, you can just make your will safe. Onuris is going to refuse the (laughs) teleport. I'm not, I don't want to go to a random place in the house without knowing what else is there. But if you guys want to go, then go. I say do whatever you want to do. I don't know what I want to (laughs) do, but I certainly don't want to leave Onuris by himself. But I wouldn't know. We wouldn't be going that far, to be fair. Right. I mean, we're really talking about us moving, what, like 30 feet? So it's, it's still within the realm of recovery if it doesn't go well. But I'm going to put us in the room. Okay. okay. So Hollis calls upon our magical powers. For anyone that wants to resist, they get a will save. It says willing, willing yeah, I think creatures. It's, oh, okay. There's, there's no is save. it just willing? It just, okay. just doesn't work. Yeah, it has to be willing creatures. Okay. Well, I'm yeah, on yours is not going. All right. Uh, Citra would probably assume you have a plan, and so she'd probably go with you. Yeah, exactly. All right. I'm taking us away. If nothing else, it with their preparation that they've just done. Whatever they've been preparing while we've been listening to this guy monologue, they weren't yeah. expecting well, us they to were, They may not they, know where... I don't we're, think yeah. they were casting while he was monologuing. No, but they definitely were planning. This they is a trap. Were, oh, yeah. 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 So at least this will mess with whatever plan they had. Even if it's just a tiny bit. Gives a slight edge. Well, and it buys you a round if you want to cast fly or if you want to yeah. do any sort of prep. I could cast haste. Yeah. Like, I don't know. So did you put, wait, did you put it on the second floor or the first floor? Second floor. Because I figured that'd be a weird place to go. Oh, God. Okay. See, I, and we don't know the layout of the second floor. We don't sorry, know I, I thought we were just going to the first nope. floor. Pop no, she, second floor. I like, said second floor. Four times. All right. <laughs> like, very clearly. All right. That's why I don't want to go, because we don't know if there are more people up there. We, we don't know, know that the there layout. are more people up there, for sure. There are definitely people. Well, too late now. So he's going to assume that you had a plan, so... Well, I mean, you could. We haven't done you anything. Did, you did say don't go anywhere. I, you know, I have a plan. So I do have a plan. My yeah. plan was to put us in a random location. I would have gone outside, but he has that aurora. Thing. No, that aurora thing will kill us. For I'm sure. like, I have absorption and stuff, but like, I can't do anything for you guys. What did I pick today? Hey. Well, we'll see how this goes. This could be bad, or this could be great. I, oh, you could pull that coal out and put some coal on your eyeballs. Yeah. But I didn't say I did that. Well, yeah, but you could say that you're going to do that. So it gets around to Hollis. Hollis uh, chants and tones, reaches out, grabs onto Sudi and Citra's shoulders, and just yanks them both backwards. The world disappears for all three of you in a flash of purple light before you stumble out. Hollis banging her shin on a bedpost off course the side as you oh, arrive in a second floor bedroom. Jeez. Sudi probably flailing around for a couple of seconds with this curtain right next to him that's suddenly in his way. <laughs> and Citra nervously darting her eyes towards an open door into what looks to me maybe a closet and an open archway off towards the side that leads back into it looks like a large maybe sitting room or dance hall. You're not entirely positive. Uh oh, the dance hall. The dance macabre is here. Oh god, don't 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 bring that upon us. <laughs> We're not high enough level for that. All right, so how much damage did I take from hitting my knee? No, it's a flavor text. Oh, okay, cool, great. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you didn't no, get shunted. That's uh, No, you get shunted if you try to, like, teleport into a wall. Okay, yeah. I'm just... Or there's literally, like, a box there, you know? All solid. right, so now Hollis is like, oh, God, on your sit cup. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Okay, this isn't as bad, though, because you can go run up the stairs after us. Sure. But she doesn't know where we are. We're all in the same house, so it's not like we super are problematic here. Speaking of, on yours. Cast Flame Strike at Kavak. Uh, he can make a reflex save. He will. It's gonna be DC 22. 22? Yep. Succeeds. He's a sorcerer and has a reflex save of 20. Can make a reflex yeah, save well, of 22. Yeah, well, I mean, if he has good, if he rolled well. I mean, he's I'll got take. good dex, With probably. his 16 dexterity. Yeah. <laughs> I have a 16 dex. Yeah, like, yeah, reflex save's yeah. not bad. It's fortitude that he's gonna be bad at. He needs that dexterity for aiming those death spells at you. The next time I see him, he's blinded. That's my round two, actually. <laughs> Thirty-three. So he saves for half, which is going to be sixteen. Hopefully, he doesn't have uh, fire resistance on. He appears to resist some of the damage as well. God. <clears throat> it's going to be two people battling it out with fire resistance. Take a five foot step back into the building and then avert my gaze. Well, you would have had to clear to your averted gaze at the beginning of turn. So okay, yeah, you avert well. your gaze and then you blast them with fire because you don't need to be able yeah. to exactly see them for an area effect. So uh, for all the rest of you somewhere in the house, you hear an explosion of fire coming from somewhere, which you hope is a good sign. Yes. Sudi Kantar. Sudi closes his eyes. Closes his like, eyes entirely. Stretches out his ears. What do I hear? Besides us flailing around. What's like, your kitty ears, ear? Yeah. You can uh, make me a perception roll. All right. I'm trying to see if I can pinpoint anybody on the second floor. Oh, perfect. Oh, 20. Excellent. Um, so with that, that is a 33. Who do I hear near us? 33? Yeah. 
there is someone on the second floor. They sound to be maybe, you know, you cock an ear towards Citra. There's a large open room past Citra that kind of overlooks the uh, the front of the house. You think it's maybe past that. Okay. Just this soft scrape of robes or a dress on floor. Okay. Uh. And then the soft, barely audible. Yep. Great. That freaking Medusa is up here. Close the door. Close the door. <laughs> no, we don't, no, closing the door is not going to get... We, we have to fight at some point in here, or else we're just going to get into this thing, and then they'll just start dropping fireballs on us. Uh, and also, all these archways are curtains. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so... All right, so I'm effectively blinded because my, my eye is closed. Yes. I've got... I move at half speed. Yeah, if you're moving any faster than half, half speed, you have to make an acrobatics check. Okay. Uh, I'm going to move 15 feet forward. This way? Uh, no, sorry, uh, out uh, towards the stairs. Okay, so you stumble, so you step forward, step through the curtain, place a hand on Citra, kind of step past her. I mutter, mutter back. The Medusa's up here. Where? Ahead of me, and then ready in action to punch her if she gets near me. <laughs> That's all I've got. I feel like we should take care of that Medusa. First. Uh, we're gonna, if I, once we take care of the Medusa and I can see again, then I'll we'll go figure something else out. But this is the plan so far. From Sudi, we go back around to on Hurt. He's flee. Okay, on her's gonna drop the bag on him. Okay. Does that stop him from being able to fly? No, because he doesn't use wings, but he'll still be considered entangled and take the minus on his dexterity and all that stuff. Okay. On her it gets a twenty-five. Twenty-five. A twenty-five will strike his target. He's flying in the air, so there's nothing for him to be glued to. So. Yes. Um, he is entangled, though. And entangled takes minus two penalty on attack rolls and a minus four dexterity, a minus four penalty to dexterity. Okay. He lowered his reflex save some. And it can only uh, move half speed. Okay. Seven rounds. Nice. Nice. You, of course, do not see what on her it sees. Mm-hmm. I will state that on her it would probably be less than inclined to stay outside. Well, yeah. Um, I was going to have him swoop inside anyway. Okay. Yes, tactical retreat is definitely in order because uh, otherwise he's the only target. Is he swooping down next on yours? Yes. Okay. So on her, it spreads his wings, throws this Tanglefoot bag, splatters across the back of Kabak. <sighs> really? <laughs> Swoops down, gives you somewhat of a wide-eyed look as he beats his wings wildly. We need to fall back. The Medusa isn't the only... He stops. Oh, God. There is a oh. cacophonous crash sound. As the upper portion of this large hawk-like sphinx looms over and looks down the hole, what? staring down oh. daggers towards Onurus. I guess we'll pick it up here next time. What? Wait, we know a lot about this sphinx. <laughs> we, we do, I at least. Sphinx. Oh, wait, is that the, the hero sphinx that we... Oh, you wow. went... Find the Path Ventures is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Mummy's Mask is copyright 2014. Mummy's Mask and the Pathfinder Adventure Paths are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission.